0: welcome back to the beast game podcast and today we're talking about the witcher which has been on netflix for a while and keith our resident witcherologist finished it keith what do you think of season two of the witcher
1: so the season starts off pretty much right where the first season ended daryl has gotten siri now he's got to figure out what's up with her powers why things have come to a head with her and, and her country of centra at the same time you kind of learn more about Geralt and the other witchers and where they came from so you saw more witchers and their home of care morhen yennefer's storyline with the brotherhood of sorcerers you see the kind of the political stuff that's going down with them and one of the big things events that has occurred with yennefer after the events from the first season is that she's lost her magic so You've got those three storylines kind of playing out across the board. And Probably the best part about this season I found was that it went for a more linear storyline. It didn't do the whole having three different stories played out across three different time periods and kind of coming together. They didn't try to do something that high-handed anymore because that clearly didn't work out too well. That wasn't handled very well. That's kind of a misstep for them, but they told the narrative in a lot more of a streamlined fashion. The other side is that there was a lot more emphasis placed on some of the side characters. Witcher staple characters such as Vesemir, Triss Marigold, Siri, Yennefer, they got a lot more screen time. That might be to the detriment of it. I didn't notice it until someone else mentioned it to me. And that was there was not a whole lot of Geralt. The last episodes of this season, so there was a kind of a big, almost boss fight, so to speak, <laughs> with the Witchers. That was pretty much the highlight of the whole season. A lot of action, and it was a lot of well-done special effects and stunt work. It needed to be more of that, not talking in a political discourse, straying into what I like to call the Phantom Menace territory, where it tries to give an audience a higher political story where that audience isn't really looking for it. We're looking for action, we're looking for the sex, the gore, the violence. Um... Some funny tunes from Yasker, clever one-liners, things like that. It's not necessarily looking for the political stuff that was going on. is good for the background, kind of flesh out the world building. It wasn't 100% necessary on this. But there was a lot of stuff added to this season, tied it a lot closer to the books and to people who play the video games. You'll recognize a lot of the newer characters that were introduced. So all in all, I liked it. I would say I'd rate it higher than the first season storytelling was done a lot better also went back a bit because it took the focus away from Gerald and expanded it beyond him when it didn't need to
0: this show in particular has kind of brought up some issues surrounding the season and some people's discontent with the approach of the show mm-hmm. and how do you feel about that
1: i think the showrunner is banking on telling a story across like four seasons five seasons Instead of playing it out as each season, going with a larger multi-season arc, tell more self-contained stories. Like The way they told the self-contained stories in the first season was a good idea, but the problem was deviated from the novels in terms of certain things where the first season you can see each episode was taken from the short stories that the original author wrote the second season was somewhat done the same way but it was clearly blanching off into her own territory got a little wobbly where you had a couple of stories that definitely did tell witcher type story where it didn't have such a rosy end good guy bad guy ending it was very much one of the stories where it was like damn that happened one story in particular was it was a take on beauty and the beast he was transformed he was under a curse and he was transformed into a monster but he was living a happy life in his castle by himself however the villagers outside of the castle his villagers were all dead and something had killed him so Gerald and Siri go into the house he's having dinner Geralt knows the guy and they're talking and realize that there's a creature in the house. Not to spoil too much, but it turns out the person that the the lord of the manor, the beast, is in love with the beauty in this case is a vampire. And she's not one of those sparkle vampires. She's clearly an alien life form. The way she moves, everything from the way she cocks her head, she's almost boneless in the way she moves. So it's this eerie, yet she's still a very pretty actress underneath. So he's in love with her. girl's off to kill her because she's been killing other people. She's clearly a monster. The ending comes, the curse gets lifted. Find out the real reason why the guy was placed under a curse. It was because he burned and robbed a temple and raped the priestess at the temple. He was cursed for a reason. It was a typical witch's story. It's like, it's a fairy tale you know and it's recognizable so you can quickly understand and catch up and you don't have to have too much explanation being done who or what's being done or what's happening. But at the same time, it's telling like this moral story and not playing a, a judgmental type of story. That was a good episode, and it needed more episodes like that. And instead, you got Jennifer's plotting with the brother sorcerers. You got Siri trying to learn her powers, which was good to a certain extent. You had stuff going on in Nilfgaard that was just like okay. You got the elves on a rampage. It was just like. Uh... It's not enough girl. The meat and potatoes of this is with Henry Cavill and what he's doing. Don't deviate from that. Like stick to that. You've got your formula. So again, I fully understand why people were kind of disgusted with it. Guessing from what I've read, folks aren't going to ditch the show because of it. You know, the next season, season three is going to be, they need to make some changes. They can't go the same route as season two in terms of uh, what stories to tell and everything.
0: Yeah, and especially in terms of Netflix, where they will cancel shows. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier to get out the core right. stuff. So, like, I guess another example would be He-Man. Like, I don't think that's coming back anytime soon.
1: It's got to fail like He-Man for Netflix to complete Because, like, when Netflix cancels a show, you understand fully why they canceled it. You're not saying, well, the ratings weren't that horrible. It's like, you cancel a show, it's like, uh, yeah, nobody was watching this mess. Or for that matter, it was they were wrapping it up. But they bought the Witcher license, so they've got to do something with it.
0: Yeah, Netflix is not going too hot stock-wise right now, but... Yeah, but uh,
1: I think they'll make their money back. They just can't knee-jerk. They can't go into crazy knee-jerk reactions here. Alright.
0: Well, you said that you give this a higher score? Because I'm trying to remember what you gave the first
1: one. I I think I gave The Last Witcher like an 8.5, I think. This one, I'm going to give it, I'll give it the same score. You know why? Because the fact that they told a more concise storyline and timeline, I did binge watch it straight through and I didn't go and just kind of groan in my hands like, oh God, this is terrible. I enjoyed the whole season and I was watching it with my other family members who were not invested in that and i only got a few questions asked me during the course of that so they were all following along with it fairly clearly so that much i appreciate and we all enjoyed the show and everything henry cavill's is perfect i can't imagine anyone else playing gerald pretty impossible yeah the i mean plus he's better. really
0: into it he's into the game and then into the series for the, the same reasons that he respects the, the game and the books
1: Exactly. I don't know if he has production credits, producer credits, but I I think he needs to get more involved and get a producer credit for some of this stuff and like start kind of handling it. I don't want to say she doesn't get it. She's trying something different and she's trying to expand it. The Witcher, for the most part, it's flat out a male power fantasy. I mean, you've got this guy who is, he can't get a woman pregnant, good looking, fights monsters has magical powers, can fight. All the women love him, want to do him, and he is (laughs) the ultimate male power fantasy. So interesting character to kind of bring to life. Now, it's kind of like if Apple decides to do a Conan the Barbarian series. You want to do that? Like He's not exactly woke. He's not for this age of this era. What is best in life? (laughs) yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's not the guy you put in. The Witcher is kind of the same vein of this just... Super strong alpha male protagonist that is into stuff, but at the same time, they've told a very nuanced story with the character. Think that if they need to bring the focus back to Cavill, and I'm all for like branching out and letting other people in and being inclusive and diversing things up, but your strongest weapon for the show is Henry Cavill, so you got to use him. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, using him
1: in all the marketing. And exactly. He's in a ton of the episodes. I mean, he's in just about every episode. So it's not like he doesn't have screen time. It's just that his story is not the exact focus of it. I liked his training thing with Siri. I liked the addition of the other Witchers. People who play the game were used to playing the game as Geralt, not as dealing with politics as Jennifer or, or or any others missed up but i think they're still feeling their way to trying to correct this because they did make some course corrections based off of fan feedback so i'm pretty confident netflix will renew it and got some problems here course correcting will be good
0: all right it is the beast game podcast